Ride the Lightning by C. Lee Wrights. Rating is explicit. No archive warnings apply. Category is female-male. Fandom is supernatural. Relationship, Dean Winchester U. Character, Dean Winchester, Reader. Additional tags, Mutual Masturbation, Thunder and Lightning, Thunderstorms, Voyeurism, Brontophilia, Coronophilia, Vaginal Sex, Thunderstorm Sex, Teasing. Summary. Dean wakes up to find you enjoying the midnight thunderstorm. Maybe a little too much. Notes. This fits into at wonderful Winchester Smuts, Sins of the 600 Challenge. Location, motel, and my own Bronto, Coronophiliac, kink. Case. Possible ghost. Location. BFE, Oklahoma. The thunder shook the windows of the shitty motel, waking you fully from your already fitful sleep. Lightning lit the room, making the shadows elongate in a familiar and seducing way. You counted Mississippis in your head, and the thunder struck again. The storm was getting closer. It was more overhead than it had been when you went to bed. You rolled over to your back and let the storm seep into your bones. The lightning flashing shapes onto the ceiling, then the thunder vibrating you to your core. You took in deep, settling breaths. Dean was in the next bed over, and the last thing you needed was for him to catch you enjoying the storm the way you normally would. Growing up in the southeastern U.S., you were no stranger to storms, and from a young age, you had liked them a little differently than others. It was confusing at first. Then as you got older, you had discovered ways of using the storms to your advantage. You responded to thunderclaps, dark clouds, and lightning strikes, like Pavlo's dogs responded to the ring of a bell. This storm was powerful, and the closer it got, the deeper the thunder sank into you. You rubbed your thighs together and immediately regretted it. The wetness soaked into your sleep shorts. Wiggling yourself around on the bed, you slammed your head back into your pillow. There was no way around it now. Grabbing the second pillow from the other side of the bed, you got your shoulders propped up on the cheap motel pillows. You slipped out of your shorts and underwear, spread your legs, then pulled your shirt up to uncover your naked breasts and began teasing your nipples. Rolling the tender flesh between your fingers alone wasn't enough. You licked the four you were using and went back at it just as another round of thunder shook through the room. You bit back the moan that escaped your lips, but didn't stop your ministrations. Once your nipples were perked and blissfully sore, you traced your way further down, adjusting yourself so that you could reach without pulling something unnecessarily. You scratched your nails down your thigh and teased up and down your outer labia. When the Mississippis got below five, you could feel your wetness before you broke through your folds. Before passing that point of no return, you glanced over at Dean, face down on his pillow, breasts even, although you couldn't hear them over the maelstrom outside. The next crack of lightning, your fingers were circling your aching clit, and by the thunderstrike, you were chewing on your lips and rocking your hips up into your hand. You ground into yourself from both ends and worked yourself up to a sweet release very quickly with the help of the brewing storm.
if it didn't move too quickly, you could probably get yourself off a few times before going back to sleep. Just when your knees started to shake, the lightning flashed at the same time as the thunder clapped, and you couldn't hold back the moan that came from deep in your chest as you came hard on your fingers. Your walls convulsed around nothing, and you slowed your movements on your clit while your breathing came back to normal. Movement to your right caught your attention, and you froze everything but your fingers and your head, which you jerked over to see Dean on the side, eyes wide, watching you. Dean? Fuck. I'm sorry, but that was fucking hot. You could see his elbow moving slowly under his blanket, and his voice was wrecked. I didn't, I mean, I'm sorry, I... Nothing to apologize for, sweetheart. That was one hell of a show. Don't let me stop you. Your fingers had never stopped working your clit, even after knowing that you had an audience. This wouldn't be the first time that you thought about Dean while pleasuring yourself, but with him right there, watching you, encouraging you, that was almost too much. At the same time, it suddenly wasn't at all enough. You know, a gentleman would offer to help a girl out. You turned your face back to look at him. He cleared his throat as another lightning-thunder combo struck, and he shoved himself into a sitting position, but didn't get off his bed. From the new angle, his hand was definitely fisting himself in his boxer briefs. You sucked your bottom lip into your mouth and brought the hand that wasn't working your clit up to your breast and began working your nipple again your eyes never leaving his. He slowly stood, and still working himself at a steady pace, and took a step forward. You closed your eyes and pushed your head back into the pillows, no longer holding back your moans and heavy breathing. The bed depressed beside you, but he didn't touch you, and you kept up your work. When he cleared his throat again, and you opened your eyes to look at him. His eyes looked almost black in the darkness of the room, but when the lightning lit the room, you could see the indecision on his face. You slowed, then stopped what you were doing, propping yourself up on your elbows. Hi. You nodded at him, grinning. Hey there. He wouldn't look at you in the eye. You sat up. Don't get shy on me now. I'm not... It's just, we've never done anything like this before? You finished for him. Yeah. He grinned, meeting your eye. You reached forward and put your hand on his cheek, pulling him to you. When your lips met, both of you moaned into each other's mouths. His lips were warm and plush and strong against yours. When his tongue darted out, you wasted no time letting him in. The kiss was long and lazy and perfect. The next time the thunder struck, you began to lean back, taking him with you, but he pulled away. The grin that flashed across his face was wicked as he made quick work of removing his clothes. He was back on you before the next flash of lightning flooded the room and pressed himself against you just as his lips met yours again. You could feel his length press into your thigh, pre-cum tripping down your leg. You raked your nails down his back and tried to shove your leg under him so that you could straddle him, but he wouldn't budge. Easy, 
sweetheart. What's the rush? He bit down on your neck and brought his hand slowly up your body, cuffing your breast in his large, capable hand. You rubbed your leg against him, trying to egg him on, but he couldn't be made to pick up his pace. He teased you slowly with his teeth, his tongue, his lips, his hands, and his fingers all over every inch of you, except where you wanted him most. This should have happened a long time ago. Dean really knew what he was doing. Finally, he lifted his hips, and you quickly slipped under him and wrapped your legs around his waist, pulling him down to you. The storm raged on as you worked your way down his body, feeling each and every one of his muscles, making your way to one in particular. Before you reached your destination, he grabbed your wrist, brought your hand back up, and placed it on the back of his head as he kissed you on the lips again. Dean, you whined. I've been thinking. He kissed down your chin about this. He moved down your neck for so long. He sucked a spot on your pulse. Don't want to rush it. Dean, you pulled his head away from your neck with your hand through his hair. Fuck me. Now. Thunder and lightning shook and lit the room, and to drive your point home, you ground your hips into him, his length pressing right up against your soaked folds. You sucked his earlobe into your mouth, moaning his name. Then he finally ground his hips into you. Fuck sweetheart. His whole body undulated over top of you, and this time he slipped his hand down to line himself up to your entrance. A flash of lightning and crack of thunder accompanied his first thrust, causing your eyes to roll back into your head. He was much larger than you were used to, not that you weren't expecting it, and he stretched you out perfectly. Dean seemed to anticipate your every need, he kept a steady pace and gave special attention to all the places that drove you higher and higher. That spot behind your ear, teasing your one nipple that was more sensitive than the other, adjusting his hips to hit that one spot in you that made you call out his name. Somehow he learned them all and, like a skilled hunter, used each and every one to his advantage. The storm faded into your periphery as Dean stoked your flames higher and higher, over and over again. You had never had anyone be as tender and attentive with you as he was. It was astonishing and comforting and familiar. It was home. With Dean working his magic on you and the storm that had long since carried on its way, you indeed did come several times before you both found yourselves laying in a sweaty, heaving mess of limbs on your bed. Dean tucked you up under his arm so that your head was on his chest, his heart beating in tandem with your own. Damn, if I'd known exactly what you meant when you said that you liked thunderstorms, I might have made it a point to stay up before tonight. You know I'm not one for over-exaggeration. Well, now we have to quit hunting. You sat up to look him in the eye. What? Why? He laughed at the stupefied look on your face. I have the sudden urge to be a storm chaser. He pulled you back down to him and kissed you firmly on the forehead before pulling the sheet up around you both. Now, get some sleep, sweetheart. We've got to be up in a couple of hours to do those interviews. You're right. Case isn't going to solve itself. 
no matter how badly we may want to stay in bed. That was the best night's sleep either of you had gotten in years. <laughs>